Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for November 6th through the 12th of 2022. So our week kicks off on Monday with Venus squaring Saturn. This energy can make you feel cool and detached with loved ones. It is time to take stock of your relationships and really evaluate the level of balance between giving and receiving. Business or personal relationships must have a balance of give and take. You may feel more aware of your true independence in life and start reevaluating the need for certain relationships, partnerships, or situations. This energy pushes you to dig for your individual fortitude and determination to live according to your own personal values and priorities. So corrections or adjustments may be necessary and fairly obvious at this time. You may feel lonely, depressed, or disconnected, but it's just the universe forcing you to question or assess your current relationships, how you interact with others, and how you allow them to interact with you. It's good to periodically evaluate even the strongest relationship and check the foundation. Don't give in to ego-based fears, focusing on the lack and limitation or what is not working, but instead build on your strengths and honor the goodness that you have created together, as well as in yourself. This is the best time for intentional solitude because the insights you acquire through this process will help you down the road to stabilize your future. Deep breath. So we like this one because Venus is our values and priorities. Saturn is our reality and purpose. And a square means some adjustments need to be made either on the value side or on the manifesting side. What are you creating in 3D? Like how are you really living on the ground? This is a time when Venus comes along to allow us to improve things based on a recognition that something's changed and now new things are important to you. You know, and you're willing to give up some other things for that. What's also great about the seventh is it is Samhain. It is our Scorpio gate of power and our last and final of the eight sacred seasons. My favorite time of year when we honor the ancestors. This is a time to honor those who have gone before us. A time to prepare for several months of inner self-work. Starting to really dial in winter in this hemisphere. It's time for honoring that which is complete, whether that's aspects of your being or your world. A time when the veils between dimensions are thinnest, easing communications. Another reason why we do so much communion with the ancestors. It's a time to prepare for seasonal shift. This hemisphere is winter, which is a time to rest and replenish. So we are at that midpoint between fall equinox and winter solstice. It's also a really important checkpoint as we prepare for winter in this hemisphere. It's time for honoring the end of a cycle while glimpsing the new cycle about to begin. Deep breath. This is what the season is for. It's called Samhain in the Celtic tradition, also known as a cross quarter or the Scorpio gate of power. But it's all about honoring the invisible assistance. This completes the eight sacred seasons of the solar year. You've done all you can do for the last 10 plus months, and now you must surrender. You have been intuitively guided and completely supported the whole time, whether you were aware of it or not. All seasonal shifts call your attention to balance and remind you to periodically tune into your heart, Mother Nature, and Great Spirit. 
This is the time of year for closure within and without. The cross-quarter seasons between each of the solstices and equinoxes have long been considered to be gates of power, a threshold that offers access to other realms of existence, other dimensions which are relevant and connected to our third dimension. During this time of year, reflection on the past and rumination on the future co-mingle. The angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides should be honored and will be more accessible for communing with at this time of year. You can ask for their guidance on the lesson and purpose of certain events or experiences of the past year, and you can ask for guidance on how to proceed during the upcoming year. After completion, clearing, and release, it is an especially good practice to take time to sit with the empty space for a period of time. This is an infinitely potent time in between, a place also referred to as the sweet spot in agriculture which is that very thin membrane between seed and new life. Plant your seeds of the future during this dark time and be still, listen, invite life. This six-week period prior to winter solstice has the longest nights, implying rest, work behind closed doors, and moving through any darkness. It is a time to restore strength and prepare for the light's return when things will again begin to quicken. So we also look at Scorpio as representing the most potent time of the year. And when it's ruled by Mars, we ask, what do you deeply desire? When it's ruled by Pluto, we ask, what are you willing to sacrifice to have that desire fulfilled? Are you willing to sacrifice fear for love, doubt for faith, false pride for true confidence? Skepticism for critical thinking, poverty consciousness for infinite gratitude, groundless low self-esteem for knowing who you are. This is the purification. These are the things we want to sacrifice. Not necessarily literal physical things, although some of us might need to do a physical clearing. I'm thinking about doing a cleanse. This is a good purification time of year for that as well. It's a time when the life-death life cycle is at work highlighting the area of life where you may experience an ending and subsequent new beginning. It's a time to honor the dead, which can apply to friends and family who are no longer on this plane of existence with us, although their essence never dies and often becomes more accessible at this time. Or it can also apply to your being, your creative projects, cycles in your life that are now complete. In between completion and initiating a new cycle, project, or part of yourself, a timeout, rest, reverence, and reflection are all highly recommended. Also, this is the last of the eight sacred seasons of the year when indigenous cultures and people who honor Mother Earth celebrate each turn of the wheel, each cycle. This is the season between fall equinox and winter solstice. So there is an element of harvest still going on. However, now it is more about surrender and rest in preparation for new life. This is a powerful season, and I'm already knee-deep in it with the ancestors, y'all. This has been incredible, and I'm nowhere near done. I'm going to be at this a whole month in November, y'all. So that's on Monday the 7th. On Tuesday the 8th, we got a whole lot of action going on here, too. Mercury conjunct sun 
is a big one because, again, this kind of initiates a new cycle of ideas, thoughts, and concepts for us, and it's direct, so it's not part of a retrograde process, which is also a reset of the cycle. This is our pause for the cause between the last retrograde and the next one, really. But it's an awakening and an illumination and personal, often compelling you to want to express yourself on new levels. Communication will be a focus. Just make sure it's reciprocated. What I mean is two-way communication and an exchange of ideas. As you initiate this new cycle of self-expression, you will have access to some powerful energy that can and probably will help you make a difference or an impression on others if you need to. This is a good time to travel if possible. And if not physically, then mentally through visualization or within your own area locally. Because if you explore a new direction, you are much more likely to discover something new. This energy opens you up to a download of more information than usual, so pay attention. If you are solid and organized, you may even gain some much-deserved recognition from others that you have earned through your individual efforts. Deep breath. So it's like just being clear about who you are and what you're trying to communicate or express in the moment. Same day, though, that means the Sun and Mercury are opposite Uranus, right? And bookending the eclipse, which is a big break to realign between the Sun, the Moon, and the Earth. So it's all connected, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Also, on Tuesday the 8th, this Mercury-opposed Uranus energy tends to make your mind work in overdrive. Not that you think too much, but rather that you may tend to think, speak, and process information faster than usual. However, when you are moving that fast, sometimes you can overlook something vital. The negative expression of this energy tends to make you feel scattered and disorganized. But the positive side of it is making those brilliant connections that are normally just out of reach. Your perception and intuition are picking up so much in a short period of time that you will want to review the details later to ensure that you didn't overlook something crucial to your development. You may be impatient with the same old, same old routine, but check in with your body to make sure it is not just your monkey mind playing tricks on you. It's a good time to breathe and be flexible because if you are impatient with this energy, you are more likely to make mistakes. Anytime Uranus is involved, radical shifts and aha moments are totally possible on an internal level. However, on an external level, you may tend to blurt things out without proper forethought. Be sure to engage your heart in some kind of filter, especially when communicating with others this week. Deep breath. This is actually an awakening of your consciousness, an awakening of your new identity and purpose and what kind of new direction you're incubating during this Scorpio season where we conceive the new year and the new goals and the new aspirations for 2023. Same day as our Taurus full moon lunar eclipse, number five of seven, Taurus Scorpio eclipses. This one is part of the series, seven total. But here's the thing. Five out of the seven are lunar eclipses, pointing to a major completion of a 20-year cycle. That's back to 2002 to 05, y'all. That's the one we're finishing. We're doing a lot of clearing to make room to conceive a new future. That said, it is also the counterpart to the Scorpio new moon solar eclipse that we just had two weeks ago on October 25th, which is a major initiation. So we are literally conceiving a whole new way of functioning on Earth, individually and collectively. 
We should start with looking for any excesses or famines that are hindering our new moon seeds. The energy supports releasing that which is no longer important to you or no longer a priority in your life so that a new life can come into being. Taurus energy can reveal where we've become stagnant and the word that keeps coming to mind over and over again is movement. It's time to move your energy in a new way and create a moving meditation for yourself that helps you get back in touch with your own body. Scorpio likes to release and purify, while Taurus likes to acquire and solidify. So this is the best time of year to go through all your stuff, whether internal or external, or a bit of both, and release as if you were moving into a smaller space. Downsize your life. As your personal clearing unfolds, we move through the Leo last quarter moon, November 16th, and either way, it's time to review your individual self-love, self-worth issues as we release outer aspects of our lives and inner aspects of our being that used to be important, relevant, or useful, but have lost their life force energy. We can make space for new life now. We can create brand new ground for planting in the spring. In other words, clear out in preparation for. Fill in the blank with your own creative baby that's wanting to incarnate at this time. This is a potent time for consciously co-creating with the life-death-life cycle. What in or around you needs to die so that something of greater value can come into existence. Lighten the load there and open to conceiving a whole new life or new way of life for yourself. We are reconnecting to source this month, so renew your connection to that which nourishes and sustains you with gratitude and faith in the future that we are seeding right now. Deep breath. This eclipse season is bigger than a normal new moon, full moon. Yes, we're kicking off a year. We're conceiving the new year. But that new year is going to anchor 10 and 20 year cycles. So it's more important for us to be clear about what we're clearing out, releasing and letting go and letting die so that it can be reborn in a higher form. Well, again, whether it's literal or just aspects of self. Now, Wednesday the 9th, the sun's going to oppose Uranus, so be ready for surprises with this energy. Your routine may be disrupted by you and or others, so now is not the time to be practical, nor is it the time to make any huge decisions. What it is best for is experimenting with alternative modes of expression. A part of you undergoes a mini transformation under this energy's influence because it wakes up a part of you that is requiring expression now. You may not recognize it right away, but you've changed. You are a new you, and it's time that you acknowledge that fact so everyone else can, too. Deep breath. Then the 10th is Thursday, when Mercury will square Saturn, which just means Sun's about to square Saturn. See how it's a tag team? We're changing our minds first, and then we're changing how we express outwardly with others. Mercury changes things first, and then the sun is changing things, at least this week. So Mercury squaring Saturn, this energy is good for deep self-reflection and intentional solitude, again, rather than negotiating with others, as it can create challenges around communication and self-expression. It is easier to feel misunderstood when trying to convey something, or you may seem a little down to others, when it's more of a serious, not necessarily negative, vibration. 
It is not usually good energy for business negotiations unless every detail is very clear to all involved. This energy often makes you feel most critical of yourself, but it could trickle over onto others as well. Basically, Saturn helps you see where you have any weakness, instability, or something that needs to be fixed or fortified. And Mercury can actually be useful for learning. Beware of a tendency toward apathy, pessimism, and or depression. That's Saturn and Mercury, which makes it more mental than literal. Try to stay focused on all the blessings that you do have and all that you have accomplished instead of what's still on the list of things to do in life. This energy is not intended to make you feel bad about all the things left yet to do, but encourage you to begin the necessary steps and be okay with small measures of progress for now. This energy tends to make you focus on the practical side of manifesting. Clear the mental distractions and emotional debris and begin to lay a new, clean, solid foundation beneath your goals. Then strategize about the details of bringing it to fruition. That will cheer you up too. Deep breath. Same day Thursday, Venus is going to trine Neptune. This is actually kind of helpful for all the rest of this week. This is a very supportive energy for dreaming your world into being. Allow your imagination some latitude to wander and see where it leads. Play with what-if scenarios. For example, what if all your material needs and desires were taken care of? What would you dedicate your time, energy, and resources to? You may be very empathic and connected to others and what they are going through at this time, so maintain adequate boundaries. Neptune can activate a very spiritual encounter with another human being, friend, family, or lover, but only time will tell if it is Neptune playing tricks on you or if it is truly a spiritual connection. Deep breath. Venus is the relationship planet. Neptune is the boundaries planet. And also where our illusions and delusions come into play. Where we Again, it's kind of like where we see the potential rather than the reality. And a trine just makes that easier. But hopefully I should have in here that it's good for creative energy and creative expression. So... Try to channel it that way. Same day on the 10th is my free community event for the Taurus Scorpio nodes and eclipses. We're going to do it at 8 o'clock Eastern. It'll be on Zoom. I'm going to do a continuation from what I posted in February on 2-22-22, which was a very special magnetic alignment kind of day. I posted my two cents on the Taurus Scorpio eclipses then. So check that out to wet your whistle and warm you up because rather than repeat myself, I think I'm going to go in a new direction and share some different information with you about these eclipses. That's Thursday. And then Friday, early in the day, 1 p.m. Eastern, which is 10 a.m. Pacific, Shanta Gabriel and I are going to do our annual 1111 portal event that we get together every year on these special numbers. We've done it for a long, long time, all of the 2000s. We have been lining up with the numbers and moving to these higher levels of consciousness as a community. We blend our communities when we get together like that. The suggested donation is always $22. So feel free to register and donate on that page. That link is in the blog as well. Same day, 11-11 is Friday. The sun squares Saturn. So that's interesting. Squares facilitate change and help us get out of our comfort zone and move into new territory. So they're not necessarily bad. And here it is a challenge between our 
identity and our individual sense of purpose and then that Saturn greater sense of purpose and responsibility for, to make good choices that we know ripple out and affect our, our families and friends and communities. So there's an upgrade going on. Something has changed. So we need to move some things around. With this energy, it is best to understand that you will have two distinct pulls within. One is obligations to others versus the responsibility to yourself. It's not nearly as bad as it feels. However, it does bring up something that we all work really hard to balance to one degree or another. Self and others. How much do you owe yourself and how much are you obligated to others? Balance and reciprocity come to mind as guides. You know, how balanced and reciprocal are your exchanges is what we want to think about. One of the challenges of this influence is making negative assumptions that there is no support for you when in truth you haven't asked for any and help must be invited. Saturn brings up our relationship to time and some people may feel restricted as if life, other, outer is all too demanding and there's never any time just for the individual. This activation is a push to grow. It's time to hold your own structure in some way and reclaim your inner authority, also Saturn's domain, in order to direct your life. Others may find their lives falling apart because they've avoided responsibility for so long and now there's no more wiggle room. Rather than have a meltdown, take a nap and resolve to wake up with a plan, a strategy for taking the next step. Even if that means simply asking for help or guidance from someone older and wiser. It's time to deepen your dedication and commit to yourself in a whole new way. Recognize any current limitations and work with the resources at hand for now. The sun usually eliminates the core essential nature or self. So see where you may be stuck and need to break out of a rut of some sort. And trust that taking charge and making a decision and choosing a direction is inviting help from the universe to support your new direction. Deep breath. Then Saturday the 12th, we've got Mercury trining Neptune. So first Venus trined Neptune, now Mercury. That's interesting. So first we get creative and we think about our connections with others. Now we get creative and think about how we're going to express ourselves. This is deep. This energy activates your creative process and intuition. You may catch yourself unconsciously drifting aimlessly, but a better use of this combination is to open to the other realms for ideas and information and play with it. Free flow. See where it leads. It is not time for pragmatic analysis, but more a time to explore the infinite possibilities available to you, as well as what's going on in your own consciousness. You may be more sensitive than usual, so opening yourself to information or awareness that isn't always that readily available. Remember to keep good boundaries when opening like this. And if you have to be around people, try to maintain that mystical creative vibe that this energy is best for. And I thought I'd put in a heads up for the following week. Thursday, November 17th is the next Venus Circle. And for those of you who joined us for the open house... We did the outer initiation, and this month is the inner initiation. Last month was Libra for the outer initiation and the new agreements we would like to go forward with. And now the inner initiation is Sag, which has to do with your own consciousness and what you believe to be true or possible for yourself. But it's real deep because you have to remember that Venus went backwards in Capricorn. 
And so the following month, December 24th, Christmas Eve, Venus in the sky is meeting up with the moon. So when you look up, you should be able to see them if she hasn't disappeared yet. I know she comes back in December as the evening star. So I think she'll be back by then and we'll be able to see her. But that's the crown chakra. And when we start bringing in what we want in form by July, August of 2023, and it's the first time she hits Capricorn since the retrograde. So if we've rethought our outer initiation and what our choices are around our public persona, and we've reset our inner connection to Sag, the higher vision, the larger vision for our lives, and expanded the vision for our lives, then when we get to the crown in Capricorn, we can rebirth that sacred feminine wisdom to guide our lives, to invite the ancestors and elders, wise elders to guide our lives, to feel more grounded in our true purpose and our new roles and responsibilities because we gave up the old ones. This is when we get to reclaim a new role and responsibility. Powerful, very powerful. So I figured I'd give you all some extra time to register and get with us because I know a lot of you are going to want to do that one. And that is it for this week. I want to thank everyone for being part of the community. I hope you will join us for the events this week. Got the Taurus Scorpio eclipses on Thursday, 1111 portal at 1 p.m. on East Coast Friday. And then next week on the 17th is the next Venus circle. So drop-ins are welcome. Reach out if you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off. Have a fantastic week.